podcast, the Don Drysdale edition from Greg's favorite franchise of all time, the Dodgers, the defending World Series champions, the greatest franchise ever created in sports besides, of course, the Oakland Athletics. I am Chris Jackson, joined here by Gregory Marlantoon. Greg looks kind of agitated, but how are you doing today, Greg? Agitated. But go ahead, move on. What are you agitated about? Open up. I have to be here. It's 9.30 in the morning. It's way too early. I should be just waking up right now and have to do this podcast with you and to see your face right now. So it's not a great morning. Yeah, I'm thinking the combination of me, the Warriors having no centers, and Kelly Oubre being Kelly Oubre is probably not helping Kelly you Kelly Oubre is terrible. So what, what What do you propose? Who do the Warriors? They should just cut him. Cut him? Yeah. It's a lot of money. He's not worth anything. That's a lot of money for Kelly Oubre. Just to cut they him. have the... Clay Thompson exception for his injury, so whatever. Whatever. I think you could trade him and get some stuff. He's still young. What? The second round? The 60th pick in the draft? No, no. Mr. He's, Irrelevant? He's worth more than that. What are you going to get? Tell, tell me who you think you could get for Kelly Oubre, the guy who messes up every single game and can't even play with Steph Curry. Hey, gang. Hey, give up Kelly Oubre. Maybe some second round pick in the future or something. Get in some of those guys from New Orleans. Bring in J.J. Redick instead. Get a shooter. Kelly Oubre is not worth J.J. Redick. Yeah. J.J. Redick's old, man. Let's bring him in. Get a shooter in there. You're going to have to give up a little bit more. Give up Kevon Looney, too. Why don't you just give away the franchise at that point? Kevon Looney is the franchise. He's the franchise? Yeah. He's played like eight games the last two seasons. He's like the Matt Cain of the Warriors. Always there. Always steady. Always doing good. When he plays... Which Just isn't like very much. Which isn't very much. I mean, he plays quite often. Kevon Looney's like the oldest guy in the NBA. You're the oldest guy in this room, so... I mean, I am. If you can tell my comebacks, it's too early in the morning for me to come Greg's up. Not well. Greg's not doing well. Greg's not doing well right now on this <sighs> Thursday morning at 9.30. 9.35, you should be up by now awake. No, you're I'm... golfing later. I don't know why you're I not excited and awake. strolling to my computer. You know, getting ready to to strive the day, but instead I had to wake up very early this morning, too early, and so I, my energy level is low. If you would have did this podcast at night, like I asked, you know, maybe maybe we could have. But like I, I asked, know. you're the one that's you're the one that suggested the morning for this. I one. said we could do morning if you have to, or we could do it after I'm done playing golf. You said morning. This we're turning you into a morning. morning person. No, it's not. That's never this is what happen. time are you usually up? One time I usually up nine, between nine and nine thirty. That's that's late. That's such a perfect time to wake up. I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you wake up at five in the morning. It's easy. It's easy. Feels good. Just I can't with you today. It's gonna be a terrible podcast. And then we have to get into the Super Bowl talk. And oh man, it's not gonna be a fun podcast. Patrick Mahomes is guys just subscribe and. Maybe just hit X. I don't know. Just make sure you subscribe. Greg's not doing well today. Yeah. Clearly. I mean, we're going to talk a lot about this upcoming postseason weekend for WCA, but I, I don't got the energy. Greg's got no energy for anything. And you can only imagine what I'm going to be like at 745 in the morning for that Cal Strength versus Giants game. Yeah, you're going to be up very early. Yeah. Enjoy yeah, that. The tweets, there's going to be a lot of misspelling. Just forewarning. You, Saturday morning tweets are not going to be great. A lot of mess-ups with who the players are scoring to. If you notice, I 
don't want to mess up the names because you know I really mess up names. I don't usually type names in there. I, I try my best to not mess up all the names because I do that quite often. Even in the stories I read, I messed up the name on who was the quarterback during the during the drives. That was pointed out for Cal Strength. Yeah, they both yeah. have long hair. Yeah, they look too similar. And then their jerseys at night can't read the numbers. So I, good thing it's I, I go by their helmets at that point. I go by their helmets. I, you think I got that kind of memory? Hey, you should. Hmm. One's green. Sorry, so you know that's quickly. Well, I'm talking about every player. Can you memorize Matthew Casada and? Cole Bossia and yeah. Jack Andrews helmet. I can just memorize them by their size. Because the jersey numbers are hard to read on those things. Well, Kind of the dark blue with the black. Yeah, yeah. well I guess I'm just not as good as you, Chris Jackson. Maybe you should go to LA this weekend then. No, I should be on the Warriors instead of Kelly Oubre. That's what, what should happen. Okay, so they would be going 0-82 if you were ever on the Warriors. Well, at least they're tanking to getting a great pick. So they can cut you. Yeah, that's fine. I'm helping them out in the long run, get a good future. Yeah, we already got our because their because se- the their season's over. They they have no centers right now. Oh, their season's over. They lose one game to Boston, and their season's over. They I don't know what big men they've got left. They can bring Smiley Gitch back up. He's not ready. He could be. It's been a couple of weeks since we've seen him. All right, and we got the the Bay Area native Juan Scott Anderson. He's a good stretch for. Maybe we should trade Kelly Oubre for Harrison Barnes. Bring Mr. HB back. He can play a stretch for him. Mr. like one of 30 in the 2016 finals back? Well, I mean, he... Yeah, he failed. That was terrible. But we could bring him back. It's an option. I don't like that option. I think that's really bad. Maybe we can get Bam out of Bayou. Now we're talking. Now we're Kelly Oubre for Bam out of Bayou straight up? Yeah. I don't think that's happening. Why not? They dream on for that. I think that's a fair trade. How about this? Julius Randle. Could be better than Ubre. You go Ubre and Looney for Randle. I think that's a decent trade. Perhaps, because right now the Warriors do not have quality bigs. Need a quality big in there. That's because everyone, every quality big they have is hurt. You know, actually, maybe we just put Nico Mannion at the five. No, I. If if you're even proposing this, the, no, Nico Manning should not be small at the five. Five guards, four guards with Draymond. How about that? That's not gonna end. Long. Our offensive rating would be off the roof. What about defensive? Defensive, we would be trash. It'd be like the Nets. The Nets have the best offense ever and the worst defense ever. So. And they're so much better than the Warriors. Are they though? Yeah. That's not gonna work. They're not, they're not going to make it to the finals, so I don't. I'm not worried Who about the. Who do you think makes it to the finals, though? The Bucks. I think it's the Bucks' turn. They're finally going to figure it out. That's nah, Milwaukee. Yana, I don't know. Yana saw those guys in the postseason. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, I don't know about you either. So. Yeah, nobody does. Yeah. To be honest here. Yeah, do you actually want to get into like our topics or? No, I I really don't want to. I got a tea time. I got to make just, it too. You just. I'm not going to have you make that tea time. I'll leave halfway through, and you can just do this by yourself. Sounds good. I'll sit with my Clay Thompson bobblehead. What about your Steph Curry doll over here? That's very fat for no reason. <laughs> yeah, Steph's a little big right there. All right, Cal Strength versus Giants at seven forty-five a.m. 
Yeah, you've got that. So our postseason matchups that finally get released. Greg will be there in L.A. this weekend in Southern California. Check out his content at westcoastpreps.com. 7.45 a.m. Saturday, like he mentioned, Cal Strength against Giants. Cal Strength, 4-1 this season, just had one overtime loss. They are absolutely playing and hitting on all cylinders. You've got a night game Saturday at 7.15. You've got Northern California battle going on. Exclusive speed versus Iron Sharpens Iron, the battle of three and two Northern California teams. Be an interesting game right there. Yeah, it will be. Both their losses are close losses. As both seen Iron Sharpens Iron. An overtime loss, another loss last weekend at the end. On the final play of the game, exclusive speed, another couple of really close losses as well. Then 2 p.m. Sunday, the West Coast Islanders versus TTP. So Greg's going to have a lot of photos, stories, social media posts, everything up at social media, West Coast Preps underscore on Twitter, then online at westcoastpreps.com. But Greg, anything you're really looking forward to this weekend, anything you're really looking to watch? One thing before I go into that, we will be announcing something special that we'll be doing this weekend other than just these three games be announcing something a little different so be on the lookout for our post on social media when that does come out but what am I looking forward to this weekend I'm looking for Cal Strength to put a cherry on top to their fantastic season uh, I think Cal Strength is the best team from NorCal that's gone up there so far I think that they have a complete team on all three levels of the game and then I'm excited for this exclusive speed versus Iron Sharpens Iron team. I think that's going to be a hard-fought battle from start to finish. I see it coming down to the end. These teams have a flair for the dramatic, it seems like, in their games. And I expect nothing less but a very dramatic game. Yeah, those ones are going to be fun. And you mentioned Cal's strength. Their offense, obviously, they've got a lot of talent. Cause you've got... Jack Quigley's really playing well the last few weeks. Dylan Devitt's had some good games there, quarterback. You've had Matthew Casada just had a big game. Deep receiving core. Gavin Cribbs really coming into his own there behind that really talented offensive line. But their defense as well for Cal Strength. Last week, four turnovers, two defensive touchdowns. You had that pick six from really big-time college prospect. We're seeing kind of his recruiting profile really boost up since this offseason began from Josh Zising. He had a pick six. You had that fumble recovered in the end zone for a touchdown by Brady Nassar. Then you had Zadarian Nardi, who was our West Coast Preps after the week. That story's up at westcoastpreps.com. We mentioned it on our last podcast on Tuesday. Cinnamon Valley DB had two picks in that game. And they're all part of our Cal Strength defense that's allowed less than 10 points in three of the last four games. So Cal Strength, all in all, they've made great special teams plays. First game I was at there in week number three, they had a blocked punt. They've done just so many great things this season. Cal Strength, if you want the epitome of just a successful team in all three phases of the game, Cal Strength's who you're looking for. Indeed, Cal Strength has been, like I said, I think the best team from NorCal down in SoCal playing for the WCA Champions League. <clears throat> and I think that they continue it in this game will just be a cherry on top for them as they continue to dominate. And I think a lot of offers will roll in for this team all around the board defensively offensively and special teams as they have a great special teams and then the next thing exclusive speed receiving core they're a good one but what do they do this weekend yeah because we saw last weekend was such a great performance there in that 35 to 7 one over the west coast islanders not only did eli burke have that big game with 300 all-purpose yards but his receivers all across the board just absolutely shined and have continued to do so as the season's rolled along. You see, like, chemistry's gotten so much better between the guys. Usually it takes a few weeks during the season 
to get going in any sport. Now we're seeing that once weeks four, five hit down there in Southern California. You're seeing that chemistry is really taking shape. <coughs> you go to Zari Brown, the senior from Denmark, Georgia, four catches for 68 yards. Team highs there. Just got a Division One offer from Presbyterian. Also has Birmingham Prep, Northeast Georgia Prep, Clark in the Georgia Knights Prep Academy. He had some performer, really important performances this season as well. The game-winning touchdown grab when you were there in week number two on that crazy final drive of the game. 39 yards in the touchdown week three. Then this past weekend, 68 yards and a couple of scores there. Then Manteca Jr., Khaled Robinson. I mean, he just keeps on shining. 60 yards is most of the season and a touchdown on four catches over the weekend. He's got 40-plus yards in three of the last four games. Those two guys alone, I mean, it's just the sky's the limit for what you're seeing them do, especially Robinson, only a junior. Going to be fun to see when he gets on that high school field as well. But he's played exceptionally these last couple of weeks. And you've got Jerry on Dickey, of course, the Valley Christian sophomore, the top 100 prospect last week. 37 yards on two catches, had a really big catch there near the end of the game as time was starting to expire. He just got an offer from Arizona, too. We've seen his offer list just continues on growing and growing. He's got Arizona State in addition to U of A. He's got Arkansas, Cal, Oregon State, and San Jose State. And his travel ball season also includes that ridiculous 144 yards in week two. Then we also saw Andrew Daigle over the weekend for Northgate, that senior now playing for exclusive speed. All offseason we've raved about his work ethic. Every coach that's really worked with him this offseason just raves about his coach ability talent, work ethic, all of that, and we saw it last weekend, really came into his own, 35 yards on two catches, both were really clutch catches, 17-yard grab and an 18-yard grab. Yeah, that receiving core is deep, and they're good, and they have a great quarterback, Eli, throwing them ball as well, which only grows the the greatness of this offensive core, but they're also going up with arguably maybe the the best defense from NorCal, maybe one of the best defenses in the league. We talked about Cal Strength's defense, but Iron Sharpens Iron's defense has been dominant all year as well. So it's going to be a fun game as Iron Sharpens Iron's defense played well, hasn't given up many points all year long. I'm going to be interested to see how Eli, Jerion, and this wide receiver core takes on that defense. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see that, especially with the way this running back room has really developed it with Elias Herrera. Michael Lewis. It's going to be fun to see what that matchup presents. Then also for Iron Sharpens Iron, they've got a really good receiver on the other side of the ball. Yuba City senior receiver Antonio Henry. He had a big game last weekend in that 21-14 to loss to Southwest. 76-yard touchdown grab in that game. Finished with 89 yards in that score on three catches. He's playing well. And then your favorite high school, Greg Pittsburgh. Pitt. That quarterback-receiver combo. These two guys are playing on two different teams. Eli Burkano for exclusive speed. Matthew Casada for Cal Strength. But if there's a high school season this year, these two seniors together is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Indeed. I've been telling you. How long have I been saying this? I've been saying this since we launched back in July 30th. Pittsburgh High School is going to be dominant this year. I think they're the second best team until proven otherwise. I think they can beat De La Salle if they were given the opportunity this year. I don't think it will happen this year. But... Eli Brickhandler, Matthew Casada, along with the other crew at Pitt, dominant all year long on their own respective teams in club ball. Just imagine what they would have done together. 
Yeah, now they're both new seniors there at Pittsburgh. Casada moving over from Freedom. Had the 853 receiving yards and eight touchdowns to lead the Falcons last season. He's got 30-plus yards in three of the last five games. So if those two can play together at Pittsburgh this year, that's going to be a lethal combo. Pittsburgh would be fun to watch this year, and hopefully we get a chance to see that team come together and play together because, like I said, that'd be a fun team. I think they're the second-best team in the Bay Area until they beat Dallas Howe, which will happen within the next three years. As Greg has predicted many, many times many, many our times. last many, 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 many podcasts. Yep. But speaking of Pittsburgh, our first ever athlete of the month at westcoastpreps.com came out Wednesday. So be sure to check out that story on our website at westcoastpreps.com. And our first ever athlete of the month is... Eli Brickhandler from Pittsburgh. The orange and black, Greg's favorite colors of all time. Yes, sir. Best performances of the season... In week number five in that regular season finale, 303 yards offensively, 15 for 19 passing for 243 yards and four touchdowns. Then he also had the 60 rushing yards on 10 carries. Just continually extended plays. We've seen that final score of the game when he found Azari Brown in the end zone for the 36-yard score. Kind of jogged down the sideline, stopped for a second, connected with him in the end zone. He's just had a lot of crazy plays during this travel ball season. And he was also our first ever athlete of the week, too, when you were there in week number two. Had the 183 yards and three touchdowns. Had a score on the ground when Exclusive Speed got its first one of the season on that crazy 27-21 win. But, man, the Eli Brickhound, as we've said time and time again, he's a winner. He's very deserving of this award. He's getting a lot of firsts, and he's going to continue to get a lot of firsts as well. As he got his first Division One offer not too long ago, that was our first ever athlete of the week, now first ever athlete of the month. This dude has had a great 2021 so far, and I think it's going to continue. Eli Brickhandler was a great talent, and we've talked about him numerous times. And just another accolade for him to put up on his accolade wall or whatever he's got at home. Maybe we'll get something for him. Athlete of the month, Eli Brickhandler. Last year at Rockland, Took an 0-10 team all the way back to 7 wins after 2,259 passing yards, 743 rushing yards, and the sack Joaquin section runner-up finish just after they failed to win a game. Eli Brickhandler is playing and simply a winner. And like I mentioned, he got his first two D1 offers at Presbyterian and USD University of San Diego, along with all his other offers. Dude is going to have great opportunities at the next level. And I think that list might continue to grow as well as he continues to play. Yeah, what he did at Whitney High School there in Rockland was really impressive. Now he's at Pittsburgh and also playing for exclusive speed. Those two D1 offers, he's also got the other offers. He's got Black Hill State, Iowa Wesleyan, Laverne, Lawrence Tech, Rocky Mountain College, St. Anselm. But he just continually finds ways to make big plays, finds ways to win. Wherever he ends up in the next level, he's definitely going to be one of those guys. You you can't really teach that effect or that winning ways that he's got wherever he goes. He's going to be a big-time boost for that program. And speaking of other recruiting news in the Bay Area, I know we just had signing day, so check out just the updates at westcoastpreps.com. A lot of players signed. Some commitments as well before some of these guys signed. We had Freedom Athlete, the senior De Niro Killian Jr., committed to Rocky Mountain College. You had the Marin Catholic senior offensive lineman Dawson Brown, committed to San Jose State. You had Jalen Moss, the Menlo Atherton junior receiver, got an offer from Fresno State. The Heritage defensive back, Jaden Price, is also playing for Cal Strength, got an offer from Iowa Wesleyan. 
You had Bishop O'Dowd's Matthew Shaddle, the lineman commit to Southern Oregon. Benicia's Craig Stewart got an offer from San Diego State. Then you had two top 100 prospects in the 2023 class get offered from Arizona. You had Jerry on Dickey from Valley Christian and the Pittsburgh sophomore quarterback Jaden Rashada, both offered from Arizona. Funny part of that connection now is Ryan Partridge, the former Liberty head coach, went to Ferris State for a little bit for one year. Now he's at the University of Arizona. Their football program just joined U of A in the last week. Jaden Rashado actually was his freshman quarterback last year with Jay Butterfield as the starter. Now you've got that connection with the Bay Area again. Indeed, and Partridge also trying to take another Bay Area kid, Jonah Coleman, who got an offer from Arizona just last week as well. So Ryan Partridge really trying to bring the Bay Area top athletes to U of A. U of A is not a bad program. Ryan Partridge there, maybe they can build something a little more special as U of A has you know, a pretty good program. But Jerry and Jaden have many offers that kind of go together. Could we maybe see that connection? We've talked about Jaden and Rashid Williams, who both go to Pitt right now. Maybe all three of them could connect now, together. Now, what does U of A offer Rashid Williams? And do we get all three of them at the same school, like you said? Like I said, yeah. I think U of A would be uh, stupid not to offer Rashid, especially with Jaden and Rashid's relationship as they're really close friends. Yeah, let's so get if that. You, if you want Jaden, you got to take Rashid and vice versa. Yeah, let's, let's work on getting that to happen. I'm I, all for it. I don't think we need to work very hard. I think Ryan's already on top of it. I think he's on he's on top of it. He's going to work on that. And there's not much we, we have to do for these four and five star Now let's take guys. the credit though anyway. In the case they end wow, up together. Just wow. for fun. Just okay. for fun. Even though that's all sure. then. Let's just have some fun with it. Sure. Go ahead. Just discredit what these kids have put in. Oh no. Place. No we're not going to discredit them at all. We're just going to have some fun with them. Yeah. Fair enough. Even though One more thing it. I want to say about this weekend is I have been waiting for Iron Sharpens Iron offense to go off with Jonah Coleman like we just mentioned. Also some of their running backs, also Anthony Grigsby now quarterbacking for them and helping them out along with Penny Kalfusi, who's had a couple of good games in a row. I've been waiting for that offense to explode. Is this the week that they explode against Exclusive Speed? Yeah, we'll see. That's going to be a really fun game, both sides of the ball. Kyle Strength's got a big game as well. Maybe they finish off their season in the postseason with a <clears> victory. <throat> the way they played. Hard to expect anything less, but be sure to check out all of Greg's content there for the weekend on social media, West Coast Preps underscore. Hold on, hold on. Don't be closing this out. We have a Super Bowl on Sunday as well with an all-time Bay Area great. You're just going to skip over the, the final podcast before the Super Bowl? I'm just telling people to follow your content. All right, well, fair enough. I'll just Go ahead then. I just want to make sure you don't, you're, Patrick you're not Mahomes, skipping. Patrick Mahomes is winning that game. Okay. Well, see... You should be rooting for the Sarah Great, San Mateo. No, I don't want. I don't want to hear about it from Jason Hardy. Man, you and you and Swaggy E. Yeah, Swaggy E. That's you're, right. You're just haters. Haters. Swaggy E and Chris Jackson are haters. And if you don't know who Swaggy E is, it's Mr. Coach Eric Washington Jr. He's got many nicknames. His new nickname now is Swaggy E, given by our own Chris Jackson. He says he. What do you call himself yesterday? Handsome. Yeah, take off that hat and yeah. Let's that see that hairline. E. Let's see that hairline. Swaggy. Swaggy. Ain't, ain't got no hairline anymore. Yeah, yeah. You might you might look good with the clothes, but that hairline's a little iffy, a little suspect. Anyways, Still better than LeBron's though. Tom Brady, winning the Super Bowl. This is number seven. It's GMT guarantee. I've never lost. You always make excuses when you lose, too. I've never lost. You always make excuses when well, your yeah, pick isn't right. Because the Chiefs shouldn't even be in the Super Bowl right now. And we all know that. Oh, my goodness. 
the Browns won that game. They won that game. And it was taken away from them. The Browns should have been the ASU championship. They would have not beat the Bills. It should be the Bills in the Super Bowl. And then it wouldn't even be a close question. It would be Buccaneers by a million. But now, because the NFL is like, oh, we got to have Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. He likes ketchup on his mac and cheese. And blah, 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 blah. Now, now we have a game. So, I mean, hey, at least we got a good game coming up that I will see the second half of as I will be down in SoCal. But Tom Brady, the GOAT. Patrick Mahomes is not the GOAT. There you go. It's game over. Just because of that. You got one GOAT on one side of the field and you have a non-GOAT on the other side of the field. It's plain and simple. Plain and simple. Whatever you say, Greg. Whatever you say. I can't wait till the Chiefs win and we hear all of your excuses again. How Tom Brady got hosed by the NFL for the 50th time somehow. He's been hosed a couple times. Deflategate? Are we you oh, serious? Oh. You want to go back to Deflategate? That was oh. some total oh, bull. Boy. And you know that. Deflategate. It's called science. You ever seen a balloon? You get a balloon when you were a kid and it's all like you know nice and good when you're in the Safeway and then you take it out of Safeway and it's cold outside and it shrinks? It's someone, called science. Someone salty. You'd be mad if it was the other team that had that. You know, it doesn't matter. You know why? 28-3 to 3, Falcons. Deflategate that. <laughs> How's that feel, Falcons fans? Do the Falcons actually have fans? I'm sure they have a couple. A couple? It sounds like the A's. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't, why would you want to be a Falcon? 28-3. That's all you got to say. Patriot fans own Falcon fans. All you got to say is three numbers. 2-8-3. Tom Brady was your system. Tom Brady was the system. Yeah, he was. I think the Patriots will be back next year. No, they won't. You know what? Here's my GMT guarantee for the Patriots. They're going to get one of these three quarterbacks. Carson Wentz, Derek Carr, or Deshaun Watson. One of those three will be the New England Patriots quarterback Derek next Carr's year. Derek Carr's going to Houston. Derek Carr's not going to Houston. Deshaun's coming to Vegas. Are you sure about that? Are you sure? No, I'm not sure. But The Raiders, <laughs> the Raiders are just going to stock up on offense again and not focus on their defense. Well, yeah, because defense is boring. Who needs defense? Offense is flashy, brings in people. They're Vegas. They can't be boring. But they you got you got. But do you want to get to the playoffs, or do you just want to stick around? Mm, I think they just want to be flashy in Vegas. That's not fun. No, focus on winning, which they haven't done in a long, no, long time. Their slogan is just lose, baby. Yeah, it's been just yeah. lose, baby, for a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, what are you gonna do? All right, you can wrap it up now. Yeah, I will wrap it up. Can't wait to can't wait to talk about the Bucks and Tom Brady on Tuesday. I cannot wait. I don't. No, no, no. We're not doing that. I guess follow all of Greg's coverage over the weekend on social media at West Coast Preps underscore on our website at westcoastpreps.com. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube page and follow all of our work. Our next athlete of the week coming up next week as well. We've got some more content coming up for you guys, so stay tuned for episode number 54 coming up on Tuesday. Cause I'm gone. So long. So long.